and welcome back to This Is Community, a Volunteer Galway podcast. My name is Ruth Fagan and in this week's episode I chatted to Robin Winkles, who is a founding member of Road to Recovery, which is a cancer recovery group based here in Galway. So Road to Recovery uses rowing on the Carib as a means towards physical rehabilitation after a cancer journey. And from speaking to Robin last week, the mental and emotional benefits seem to be just as important for all of the participants. Robin talked to me about how the group came into being way back in 2014 and also how it's grown and evolved to where it is at today. She told me about what she gets out of being on the Carib with a bunch of truly amazing survivors and how she sees the charity growing into the future. So as always, we'll include information, not just on our service, but also on how to get in touch with Road to Recovery for anyone interested in the notes section of this podcast. So you can check that out. And just a quick reminder for anyone listening who is wondering how to get involved as a volunteer via our service here in Volunteer Galway. The first thing to do is to check out our own website, which is www.volunteergalway.ie. There you can register with us, which will take you no more than a couple of minutes. You can do it on your smartphone, on your laptop. You can use the new iVol app. So once you're registered, you can uh, browse at all the volunteer opportunities we have available and you can apply online. What we also offer you is face-to-face appointments um, here with our team where we can offer you some more support and guidance in finding something suitable for yourself. So just check out www.volunteergoi.ie to find out more. So without further ado, let's go and chat to Robin. So Robin, thank you so much for coming in today and talking to us. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. Um, so you're fresh off the carb, you told me as you came in. Um, yes, very nice day up the river today with the crew. Yeah, it's lovely. The weather is, is very nice. Yeah, I think we may be turning towards spring finally. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so on that note, uh, I, I met you back in November, was it? I think when you had been nominated for a Volunteer Ireland Award. Was it November? I believe it was. Yes, yeah, I think yeah. it was, yeah. Um, and I had never heard of your group. Um, so... Could you tell me just a little bit about Road to Recovery and all that you do and I guess the origins of it and what your journey has been there? Sure. Um, We were founded as part of Tribesman Rowing Club in 2014. Okay. And I was coaching at uh, Tribesman at the time and two sisters actually rang and were interested in starting to row. One of the sisters had um, cancer, the other one had tested BRCA positive, so she had the genes for cancer. Ah. And they'd read different stories about how dragon boating, Mm. um, which is more of a canoe style rowing, um, was very good for people who were recovering from cancer or after their cancer diagnosis. And that is very big in North America. It's recently started to catch on in Ireland. There's crews, different um, teams of dragon boats uh, around the country, but it just isn't suitable for the carob. Our river runs a bit too quick and there's too many turns on it. Okay. So, but they were looking for something to kind of get back into activity after a cancer diagnosis. Okay. So, um, and so they had heard about this in the States. They had heard about it in the States, Mm -hmm. done some research about um, kind of how to rehabilitate after mastectomies mostly. Right. Um, because when you have a mastectomy, they take out the lymph nodes in the upper arms. You have a lot of lymph, a lot of women experience lymphedema or swelling. Mm-hmm. And so any repetitive upper arm movement mm-hmm. helps take that away mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. will hold it at bay. Mm-hmm. 
So that's how it caught on in North America. Okay. And it's a worldwide thing now. Yeah. So um, we thought about it and thought, well, we don't know if rowing, the Olympic rowing style, would benefit it. It's, it is upper body, um, but we'd give it a try. Hmm. So um, we got three other women um, and we put a crew together and I started coaching them. And we found that not only was it really good for them physically yes. with the rehabilitation, but it was also really good for them mentally and emotionally. Okay. Because they were literally in the same boat with people who had had the same experiences. That's brilliant. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Couldn't have had it better. Yeah. yeah. And so, so... So all of these women had experienced breast cancer, had been through a breast cancer journey. Correct. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Now they yeah. all, you know, some had mastectomies, radiation and chemo. Mm. Others had radiation, others had chemo. So they mm. all had different experiences right. with it. Um, but what we found is it was a very safe place for them to um, explore what their body could now do after the treatment. Mm. Um, and if somebody's feeling a bit tired in a day and they can only make it half an hour in a boat, mm. they have no problem putting up their hand because the other people in the boat understand they that they it. may just be having a, yeah. a tired day. And other days, we'll row all the way up to the lake and back, which is about 11K. Wow. And the feeling of joy and accomplishment is huge. Yes. And so uh, I thought that what I was getting involved in coaching-wise was something to physically help people. And what we found out is that this they've become a very tight community, mm -hmm. a huge support system for each other, mm. and it's not about the rowing. Yeah. So wow. that's been one really unexpected, yes. for me, gift, because yes. um, it's gotten me, uh, my, one of my passions is rowing. So it's let me mix one of my passions with something that actually is helping people through a journey. Mm, incredible. Yeah. So your so ha your background. How did you get into rowing in the first place? Was it something that you did as, as a child, or <laughs> did you come to Galway and start? Or yeah, how? I grew up in Chicago um, to an Irish mother and an American father, okay. and um, came to Galway twenty years ago. Mm. And um, I had a, a sporty background all through um, my youth. And when I came here, I was looking for something to get me involved. You know, I I landed in Galway, knew nobody, mm. and I just thought uh, sport would be the way to get to know people. Right. And so I got involved as, in rowing as a novice. Hmm. Um, but because I had coaching, uh, I guess, coaching experience in other sports, I was very quickly brought in first to give a hand mm. <laughs> mm. and then found myself kind of coaching uh, seven days a week junior women. Um, and I did that for about seven years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so in relation to row to recovery, it sounds like you sort of just fell into this role almost, you know, and <laughs> yeah. it kind of grew organically. What's that journey been like, like for you and for the organization and like where are you at now? Yeah, and I think you just described it really well. It was a really organic growth. Yeah. Um, when we started, we didn't know. I had experience coaching rowing. Um, I had no experience what it was like to go through cancer or okay. the vulnerability that a lot of people feel because they feel almost they're a betrayal, their bodies betrayed them, and they don't know what to trust mm -hmm. again, what their body's gonna be able to do. So um, we said, okay, the participants mm. were going to tell us what they benefited from, what felt mm. good, what felt bad, where mm. their limitations were, and we would adapt anything for the rowing okay. to that. And so it's been, um, I always like to say it's been participant-led. Mm. They tell mm. me what to do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. I can do. This I can't do. This we like. This we don't like. Okay. So we're not trying to get them the perfect rowing stroke. Yeah. You know, and through that, the original participants uh, said, "Geez, we need more people. Wouldn't it be nice to get more than one boat out at a mm -hmm. time?" Or 
Um, and so it grew and grew mm. and grew to the point that um, being a tribesman wasn't tenable anymore. And so <clears throat> we moved to another club and what we discovered was really we needed to keep our community um, not diluted. And I don't mean that in a negative way at all. But one of the strengths of the program is, like we said, being in the same boat with people with the same experiences. Yeah. And so we needed to be in a place where we could control that. And so that led to us in October getting charity status for Road to Recovery. Excellent. Yeah. Wow. So wow. since October then, um, we've had kind of the autonomy mm -hmm. to um, rent boats mm. and um, kind of go after our own fundraising with the goal to um, eventually, the big dream would be to own all of our own equipment mm -hmm. and really grow the program because mm -hmm. we've been um, restricted a bit by being in other clubs, how much growth we could have. Mm. And not just that, by um, always money <laughs> and then um, coaching right nice. now I'm I'm the only certified coach there's other experienced coaches there but I'm the only certified coach right. with the program okay so that's something again that being a charity and being have a bit of funding that we can get people certified certified okay and okay. Um, just safe you know being a water sport safety is important and we don't want to do anything that are going to hurt the participants they have to mm -hmm. lift boats mm -hmm. um, even the rowing stroke can be strenuous mm -hmm. So we need um, people with experience. But the great thing is that people that started with us when the program first started, they've grown so much in their rowing abilities mm -hmm. that they're ready to start coaching now. Oh, excellent. So, wow. and that's what we need to see. Like you said, yes. very organic grow. So people who have yeah. benefited for the program and are invested in the program then lead the program. And so then they must have amazing mental and emotional growth going on within as well. If they, if they gain that level of confidence to feel, wow, now I can, step into those shoes and hopefully coach others. Exactly. That's, it must be amazing for their confidence. It is, and, and I think, um, you know, we were talking about not knowing what their bodies can do. Mm. None of these women um, ever rode before. Mm. So it's not like they were coming back to a sport that they knew. Yeah, which probably is a good thing, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, a very brave thing too. I am constantly amazed about the bravery. I, mm. We have one woman who's now the chairperson of uh, the charity. Okay. And she, when she first was interested in rowing, she called me and she said, I can't swim. <laughs> Can I yep. row? And I said, well, maybe go away and maybe get in a pool for a little bit. And she is absolutely fearless now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So literally jumping into the deep end. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we're using lots of uh, water analogies here. And you, I, I was listening to you and you were saying, you know, you're referring to we and we this and we this. It sound, you know, you sound, you started off as almost like a one woman show that you were coaching these small group of women. Mm. Now you've grown and your organization is, has become a charity. So what's that process been? Has, as you said, has it been sort of the, the women rowing have now taken on other roles or have other people been yeah. roped in along the way? Or ha what's, the, what's the process been? Kind of all of the above. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. It is, is usually the way. Yeah, <laughs> it is, like I said, yeah. absolutely participant-led and driven. Yes. Um, we have really strong characters and strong women. Um, and I need to stop saying women because we are opening it up and trying to get men. Excellent. <laughs> and it's not just breast cancer anymore, mm. it's anybody that's been affected by any kind of cancer diagnosis. Right. okay. So, um, and we also have great support from Cancer Care West. Mm. And uh, particularly one of the cancer physio there, rehab physios there, Emma. Um, so it's not just that uh, we think it's a good program. Mm. You know, there is the science and the medical yeah. behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the people leading it now absolutely are people that came into the program, saw how much it benefited them, and want it to be there for other people to benefit from. Mm -hmm. So um, 
I don't know if you've gone through the charity process or anybody that's gone through the charity process knows. <laughs> tedious. <laughs> it's tedious and it's not easy, um, but we stuck with it and yep. thankfully um, got on the charity register. Yeah. And that really breathed new life into the group. Uh -huh. And so we have everybody that's involved is involved in either a committee or a subcommittee and we've okay. got fundraising and we've got Excellent. rowing and we've got well, you know everything going yeah. and um it's great to see them driving it forward yeah yeah so imagine if someone said to you five or six years ago that this is what you'd be doing or <laughs> this is what never. would be happening you no, never no, no, ever no, no, no. for me it. i was all about competitive you know get the competitive right. crews out there and how hard Gosh. can you train and yeah. so it's been a real 180 for me how has it opened your eyes around i suppose well you know, setting up a charity and also becoming a volunteer and also, I guess, the whole area of cancer support. I'm sure you've learned a massive amount. Yeah, I've learned a huge amount. Um, I learned, one, you never count anybody out. Mm. You know, that um, people you think the first time they sat in a boat, Jesus, is never going to work. Do you know that determination and will can get you very, mm. very far. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny, I, I don't think of myself as a volunteer. Mm because this group of people have become friends. So going down there, I'm just hanging out with my friends. Mm. And okay, I may know a little bit more about rowing than they do. Mm -hmm. Not much anymore because right. they've come on they're, so much. Yeah, yeah. But um, they, uh, they just, they'll inspire you. Mm -hmm. wow. so, so you're um, learning from them. Oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, now instead of thinking, geez, five years ago, what I've thought about this, five years from now, what will the yes. charity be like? And well, that's really exciting. And what is your vision there for five years? Um, to have a good few, a fleet of boats. Yes. Um, yeah. That maybe I step back a bit from the coaching role because enough people have come on to do yeah. the coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I must say the entire rowing community in Galway, all of the clubs are very supportive with yeah. lending equipment and lending boats. And sometimes if we don't have enough to fill boats, you know, there's always somebody to come in and say, yeah, absolutely, I'll mm. take that seat. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think that it gives the participants of Road to Recovery a feeling of belonging to something larger as well, mm. which is really, really nice. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think one of the, the things people think, oh my gosh, a group full of people who've had cancer, oh, that must be so sad. And there's just laughter in our boat. Our boat is never, ever quiet. Yeah. And it's, we don't sit in the boat and talk about cancer. Yeah. Do you know, and being up on the Karab on a Sunday morning with the sun shining, Amazing. it's one of the best places in the wow. world, honestly. And I guess you're surrounded by people who are living life to the full. Yeah. Because they fully value it and, 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 and know the importance of yeah. just going out there and, as you say, just, yeah, uh, jumping in the deep end and, and taking a risk and, and all of that. Some very, very brave souls, I imagine. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. And like you wonderful. said, who just want to enjoy life. So yeah. they don't want to be sitting there talking about what hurts. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure, they, sure. They're, they're so thankful mm. that, mm -mm. okay, 10% of their body may hurt, but 90% doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that when they were going through the treatment, whatever I envisioned being myself five years ago, what they, while they were, you know, in the hospital better going through the chemo, they didn't envision mm. being out on mm -hmm. the Korob on a gorgeous day. Yeah. And you said you link in a little bit with Cancer Care West. So we do. Are you, as regards just cancer support in Ireland, are you seeing changes? Are you seeing progression and diversification? I mean, I suppose when I think of cancer support, I probably think of the wonderful cancer centers that are there and there's counseling and group support. But now hearing about your group has like completely opened my eyes into what is out there and what is possible for people as yeah. well. And as you say, participant led. So are you seeing 
more organic growth happening in I, the area? I think people are starting to realize and you know through the changes in medicine and treatments and everything it's no longer just about getting through the cancer mm. because thankfully more and more people are getting through the cancer um, and so you have to think about what is life going to look like after yeah. and it's no longer where there's restrictions you can't do this you can't do that you know it's get out there and live your life mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. there's been um, an increase in what's called survivorship programs okay do you know what happens after okay you might be able to go back and do a hundred percent what you could before but a lot of people who have undergone uh, cancer treatments and a cancer diagnosis like you said have a new lease on life and mm -hmm. so they want to explore things they've never explored yeah, so exciting correct mm -hmm. and so cancer care west um, does a great job at, at looking at survivorship programs they do mm -hmm. a park run or a park walk every mm -hmm. every month um, and there's hill walking mm -hmm. and I know there's been talk I haven't seen it um, in action yet but of a cycling group mm -hmm. for people who've been affected by Excellent. cancer yeah, yeah, so yeah. because um, you know you can with earlier diagnoses people are you know, living full, healthy lives after Absolutely. it. And so they should be embracing sport and yeah, activity. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? It's, it's amazing. It's an amazing thing yeah. to think that something, that an experience can, an experience that might start off as something very lonely and solitary could ultimately, like, lead to something very life-enhancing and bring you into connection with more people in your community too. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and, you very, know, very positive thing. There's... In our group, there's people now that are such, such close friends who have absolutely nothing in common, mm -hmm. do you know, but because they've had that shared experience. That lived experience. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Um, you were recently nominated for a Volunteer Ireland Award. Was that a big surprise? <laughs> it was a huge surprise. <laughs> yeah, was that for you? <laughs> um, it, was, it was kind of humbling because yes. I think, as I said earlier, I don't, I don't necessarily think about what I do as volunteering. As volunteering, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Now, volunteering has been a part of my life kind of for always. Oh, has it? Mm. Okay. Yeah. So uh, but this is probably the most rewarding thing I've done yeah. as far as volunteering goes. Mm. So um, it was a great surprise. Uh, I think of ourselves as a very baby organization when you look at some, some groups like COPE or mm. some of the bigger groups. Sure. Um, so to be kind of in in that room on, on the, the awards gala night, mm. you, I find it kind of felt like a pretender. Mm. <laughs> Because they weren't the only one. It's a lot of people kind of have that going on for themselves. Yeah, but what, it's an amazing night, though, isn't it? Is it? A, it's, excuse me, it's, it's a great night. But one of the things uh, that it showed me is, I'm lucky because I was able to to pair one of my passions with volunteering. Yeah. But no matter what your passion is, there's a volunteer role for you because mm. the diversity in that crowd of what they were volunteering for and how they were volunteering within their groups mm. was really incredible. And yeah. like you said, inspiring. Yes. Yeah, Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. some people had waited until retirement and then were able to almost take their volunteer roles on like another job and some mm. people do you know the youngest girl was there nine no, yeah. ten incredible <laughs> i know yeah that was a little girl she'd done this fundraising thing for for homelessness wasn't it yes, yes. i know i know but putting us all to shame yeah, yeah no it is it's truly inspiring I yeah mean, it's truly inspiring to just be witness to that level of um service that is happening in our communities every yeah. single day and the diversity know? of the service and the diversity. you know not just yes. the different yeah. um not just the different kind of interests and, and needs they were fulfilling, but the activities within those things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some were admin, some were mm. on the ground, some were fundraising. Yep. So um, literally it is true. Yeah. You know, something for everyone. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, you're not native to Galway. You said I'm you're not from, from. I'm from Chicago. Chicago. So you're here. You said twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah. So you like Galway. <laughs> like Galway. We uh, we came for three. Oh yeah. Usual story. <laughs> came for three. Stayed for came twenty. Came for three and never left. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. What is it about Galway that made you stay for this length of time, um, or did it just kind of happen? It did kind of happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. We ended up here, and then next thing I know, we were buying a house. Yeah. And it did just kind of happen because it's a very, um, my husband and I will both be active people mm. and it's very easy to be active in Galway. Mm. Do you know, you're 10 minutes up the Carib and you could be anywhere. It's quiet. You're out in mm. nature. Mm. Do you know, you see eagles, you see everything. Mm. And mm. then, you know, cycle out to Connemara, half an hour outside the city and same thing. It's true. So, it's um, true. yeah. Besides the weather, you're we're oh, was, really, that was my next question. We're really, really <laughs> blessed. Um, How do you deal with it? The weather. Uh, do you know? <laughs> Did it, it take? I imagine it took time to adjust. Well, we were living in Texas when we moved over, oh, so we goodness. went from extreme dry over, but to um, extreme wetness. Yeah, we yes. kind of we were in between moving between Seattle and Galway, and we said weather-wise, it wouldn't be much of a difference. And if the weather keeps you from doing anything, you didn't really want to do it in the first place. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, we don't own a car, so we cycle everywhere. So we just wow. have kind of embraced it. You've just embraced it. It's the yeah. only way. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. And sometimes it's just a day you stay under the duvet, and that's all right. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> um, are you looking forward to 2020, an exciting year? I'm looking forward to 2020. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, should, be, should be good. Is there anything extra happening for, for your organization or...? Uh, what we would like to do um, kind of a launch because we haven't had a kind of a reception for getting charity status. And um, so if we can pair that with something going on with Galway 2020, that would be lovely. it would be great. That would be super. It would yeah, be great. Yeah. 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 Um, also, I wanted to ask you, how do people find out about you if they want to find out about road recovery? Yeah. Where do they get that information or... Yes. Okay. So they get that information um, if they're doing any kind of search online. Yes. Um, they will find us. Right. And our web address is roadtorecoverygalway.ie. Road number two or two? No, T-O-O. T -O -O. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, roadtorecoverygalway.ie. Yeah. Okay. Roadtorecoverygalway.ie. Um, we also have business cards and things um, with breast check. Right. And right. with the symptomatic the breast, breast clinic. clinic. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And um, like I said, we have a relationship with Cancer Care West. Mm. So the cancer rehabilitation physios there know. And if they have someone that's going through the rehabilitation um, that they feel would be appropriate or interested in mm. it, they do send people our way. Okay. Wonderful. So, um, and now uh, it's a bad time to teach anyone to row right now because of the wind and kind of the very high mm. flow on the river. So everything calms down around the end of March or April. Ah. Okay. So we plan to have a few open days um, good, and publicize good. the open days to get anyone oh, who's brilliant. had a, like a cancer diagnosis or been affected men by cancer. Women. Men, women, Excellent. yeah, just okay. they have to be over the age of eighteen. Yes. is our only thing. Okay. Oh, keep us posted about that. Oh, We'd certainly. Love to let people know. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Do do. Yeah. Um, Robert, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk. Thank to you. you so much. Thanks for, so much for coming in and having a my chat. My pleasure. And I'm just really and truly blown away by the work that you do, and I just think it's so inspiring to think of all these women and hopefully men too yes. out there just as you say living life to the full and yeah. connecting and sharing yeah. I just think it's wonderful and even Absolutely like great. I said if, if rowing isn't an activity that would help them through their the rehabilitation yeah. then there are other activities yeah. out there and, yeah. and they should explore those absolutely yeah yeah, yeah 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 well thanks a million thank you very much 
So I hope you enjoyed listening to that conversation, which took place last week here in our offices uh, on, I have to say, one of our sunnier days here in Galway. As I mentioned at the start, you can find out more about Road to Recovery in the notes section of this episode. So just check that out. And until next time, take it easy and thanks for listening in.